Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast with Craig and Jeff. We're here for the post-Super Bowl edition of the podcast, a little Super Bowl recap. And Jeff, how'd you enjoy the game? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the greatest I NFL start, game of all time, and I was coming back from a, a bachelor party in New Orleans, and uh, I was watching in the airport, and it's 28-3, and I was like, okay, game over. Get on a plane, get off the plane, and all of a sudden my phone, my phone is just flooded with messages from Craig and all my buddies, and I just found out I missed the greatest ending of the game. Uh. So, luckily... Uh, my family was a sweetheart and taped it for me, so I got to watch the ending. But I was just blown away. I was watching watching it as much as I possibly could after that fact, and I I couldn't believe it. That what an amazing game! Man, just, and I, I felt so terrible for missing it live. Man, it was unbelievable. Like that just was. I, it's already even. I was trying. To, I was trying to talk to my wife about the game. She's not into football. I didn't know how to explain to her what was happening. Like this, this is insane, and you don't like. I just. I oh man. It was, I couldn't even put it into words. Like, I couldn't explain to her what was going on was so crazy. And it's just... I, I truly... I mean, I don't think anyone really saw this coming as soon as the third quarter ended. I, I just... I cannot believe the way they came back. Because I was joking about it in prior podcasts about Hogan being their only, like, real, you know, deep threat. Their own quick hits. But, man, they just whittled their way down the field. Yeah. And just... I, I mean... God, every stop they got on defense was always the most gigantic sack, taking them out of field goal range or or stripping them at the end. It's, that game has to – I don't – it's a game that you will look back next year, and then if the Falcons get there or if they do poorly, this game is going to be what everyone looks back on and says, hey, this is why they can't get over it mentally. I guarantee that is going to be the talk of it the entire time. And it's just it's just crazy. It really – it's, it's just it is it was amazing i mean brady went 43 for 62 43 for 62 for 62 466 times. yards well and it goes into uh officially you yeah. did win our our bet i did i, did. I had, <laughs> and brady was mvp I like had, you i had patriots in our little super bowl draft we did a few weeks back if i won that then i went 7-4 on our uh, against the spread picks for the playoffs, you actually ended yep. up five and six. Yep. If it would have gone the other way, we both would have gone six and six there, and you yeah. would have won the overall with the. I took, I took Falcons. the Falcons to win my bet, but I do have to say this: after the half, I really thought I was yeah. going to get my MVP pick right too on Devontae yeah, Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, man, they they better pay him because uh, or make him happy because he looked great. But man, what look who looked great was James White. That was. Yeah. Man, that was amazing. 14 catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown, and then ran for two touchdowns? Just unreal. But oh, that, that's was, the problem, though, with those Patriots running backs. Yeah, you just plug one in. <laughs> you don't know who it's ever going to be. Nope. That's why I'll avoid them next year. Because is it going to be White? Is it going to be Lewis? Is it going to be Blunt? Who knows? Yeah. Like, pick, I, up, pick up someone else. Who knows? I mean, and then, man, it's just, it's just unbelievable. I don't even And then, know. man, Edelman's catch? It, you had to look at that as a replay because it, it was – yeah. It was such a crazy catch. Not even like, you know, we've seen a, a bunch of them. Oh, that Julio Jones catch, too, on the sideline over the defender was amazing. Oh, Julio. Edelman's was. looked like a, a magic trick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, that, <laughs> I've watched that back on replay probably like ten times now. <laughs> just cause it's just amazing. Like, 
really I mean, is. That, that, that perfect camera view of it, you can just see it so perfectly. Man, my MVP though was that ref on that. He somehow saw that. How, yeah, how that was amazing. They were they were very very. And good it was that, that game. same line judge. He's the one who um, he was the one who called the touchdown the very last play when it looked like it. I didn't know if it was actually in or not. He's the one who said right yeah. away it was a touchdown. Yeah, they were he excellent. On, he was on top of things. There. It's like they're always the ghosts, but I, they got every single call right. It felt like man, this time around. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good there. That was just oh man. I don't think we'll ever get to watch the Super Bowl that good again. No, and no. you didn't even get and to I watch missed it, it live. <laughs> I missed it live. I, I was gonna say the, I don't know when was what was the last Super Bowl you were like that psyched about like coming down coming well, down to the end probably the, the Patriots Seahawks two years ago when Patriots intercepted that on the goal line yep think about that I like, mean really yeah the last two and then of course the when the Giants beat Patriots would be the time before yep. yeah or both, both Patriots Giants Super Bowls are pretty good yeah and it's just I guess the Patriots Patriots last second field goal however many years ago when they you know when they won they, it's the think, Patriots have these games uh, man I think actually my I think my favorite ever was uh, Titans Titans uh, Rams Titans Rams or, when at the very end yeah. he was reaching out he's yeah. a yard short and then this game could have overtaken it for me but now I have to watch that and replay for the fourth <laughs> quarter and that just bugs me for I, some I reason still, I still couldn't believe what I was watching I was That's just unbelievable. in, in and, amazement and how I mean I've never thought I would see so many people turn into Patriots fans because they're easy to root against because they win well, so much. And the thing is, I've actually I've, I'm one of the few people that likes the Patriots. I, yeah, I, I do too. I don't even know why. Me, I don't know if it's Tom Brady. I don't know what it is. I just like the Patriots. Yeah. I kind of always like them, and everyone hates them. I just don't. But well, I was the one who liked. I, Kobe. I liked Kobe Bryant. Yeah. You're a U <laughs> I like Barry Bonds. U of M <laughs> guy as well, and Brady obviously is an alma mater. I think that's probably part of it. But I just like the, I like the Patriots. I don't know. Me too. I mean, it's it's hard to like if you were going to be like you know, would you hang out with Belichick? You're probably like, yeah, no. <laughs> but <laughs> putting that franchise together, it's I you know I use the Yankees reference because yep. they win so much. But unlike the Yankees, they don't pay any of their players they're just so systematic about the talent they get and the position they're using them in yep. that I mean it, it's nice it's very strange to see a team and if you told me that Edelman Amendola Chris Hogan were going to be your three starting <laughs> wide receivers and you were going to have this kind of performance I would be like that's never going to happen it's I mean crazy Malcolm you had like Mitchell. one guy over six foot. Like, <laughs> and they got Malcolm Mitchell in there, like a, as a random rookie. Yeah, and he looked good. Yo, he did. He did look good. I mean, I'm and actually, then and then Bennett, obviously. Bennett was solid. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, spreading the ball around again. Man, just it's just that's fun. They're so good. And, you know, it's know. it's sad too because it, it does take away from the fact of how well the Falcons did in the first half or the first three yeah. quarters. I mean. It was so close to us talking about how dominant that offense is. Oh, Julio yeah. Jones is such a beast. and I'm sitting there in that first half thinking, like, oh, man, we're going to talk about, man, the Falcons' offense is just amazing. We didn't yeah. even realize how good right. they were, but it, no. It was going to be like, <laughs> could they do this again next year? Because if they keep that intact. And now it's going to be, will they ever be able to get over the mental anguish? <laughs> yeah, I mean. They could just crumble under this. I mean, Matt Ryan, he was 17-23, 284 yards, two touchdowns. Like, his QBR... It's only twenty three. It's just that's the weird. Like the play. Did, have you seen the number of plays in this game? Patriots were over ninety total plays. The Falcons only about 45, 46 plays. Like that's great. That's why the Falcons defense broke down at the end. They were tired. Yeah, on the they field were dead. But the Falcon, or the Patriots doubled the Falcons in plays. That's amazing. Like that, you don't see that. It you just don't. I mean, they were running the ball great early, and they still only end up with eighteen carries, and they only threw the ball twenty three times. So both of those numbers are low. They just didn't have the ball. 
it's it's really crazy. And that probably part of it, the Patriots and the way they just throw those short passes, short passes, short passes, short passes all day long. It just keeps going and going. It, would would you have picked Brady to be the MVP? Oh yeah. I mean, like no. realistically. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, no one's gonna be angry no, at it, right? He, is, played, I, he played I think a tremendous go, game. I think you go either way. I mean, James White really three three total touchdowns and fourteen catches and one hundred and basically one hundred and forty yards total. That's pretty amazing. But Tom Brady did just set the record for most yards thrown, most passing yards in a Super Bowl game. Yeah. So I mean, it's. It just—it wasn't going to be anybody but Brady. No. If he nope. played that way, it just—it couldn't have been. Yeah, I, I figured he would have gotten it anyway. That's why I wondered your opinion. About I think so. I, I mean, I can see the arguments for White, and he was—he was great. But yeah, if Brady throws for that many yards, he leads him back. You just have to—you have to pick him. Yeah. It's, I mean, without a doubt. Why not? Then Julio. Julio made some amazing catches in that game. And then you look at his stat line; he only had four catches. You feel like every single one though was great. Four catches, 87 yards. Well, yeah, four of the 17 that, yep. you know, Matt Ryan completed. Yep. But he, he is, I mean, he's I a, he had more than that. Man, he's a freak of nature. Devontae Freeman looked Ooh. incredibly good. And I couldn't believe he, he didn't have that many carries. Like, in the first couple quarters, they rode him, and then they just gave up, it oh, felt like. He had 11 carries for 75 yards and a touchdown, and he caught two balls for 46 yards. Yeah, how? 13 only touches. 11 yeah. carries. Well, thir- only 13 total touches. That's it. And he had 100 and 21 yards off of those. I know. The yeah. guy looked phenomenal. He looked good. He looked quick. He yeah. Looked just, oh, he was making those cuts. I mean, Coleman looked solid, too. But yeah, Coleman looked but great, Freeman, too. I think, is a step above. Like, I'm I starting to see it more especially, and more. Especially playing a strictly running back position. Yeah, I feel like... Coleman's more, great out of the backfield catching balls, but... I feel like the more I see it, the more I think Freeman is just that step above him. I really do. And he's not... You know, he looks like a little guy, but he runs... Incredibly aggressively, like yeah, physically. Oh yeah. As soon as you get that contact, he's yep. he's charging ahead for a couple more yards, falling forward. Yeah. Which I, I didn't, you know. I mean, I guess Super Bowl, but you wouldn't expect a little guy like him to do that. Well, how about we talk about a little bit of their fantasy prospects for next year? About these two teams, absolutely. Brady obviously is going to be one of the top quarterbacks drafted. He's going to be forty years old, which is just 40, 40 years old. Like he's old, the oldest quarterback in the league. He's two years older than Breeze. He's three years older than the next oldest, which is, I think, Carson Palmer's three years younger than Tom Brady, which I would, I would feel like Carson Palmer's older than him. He's about out of the league. But Brady is just that that much older than all those guys. Is he really older? Than, uh, yeah, I thought Carson Palmer had a couple years on him, too. Carson Palmer's 36. Oh, Brady's that. 39. Breeze, 37. Huh. Roethlisberger's like 34, 35. That, that's amazing to me because like, Roethlisberger came in and did so well when he was young. Yeah. I just, you know, he still seems like a young buck. Brady's going to be 40 years old and he's going to be one of the top what? I mean, how, how many quarterbacks are going to go ahead of him in fantasy drafts next year? Rodgers? Uh, Rodgers will, for sure. I mean,. Is that it? Well, after the Super Bowl win, he might, his stock will probably get hyped up a bit because his his floor is so safe. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Because he doesn't need the long ball. He doesn't, I mean, he's sure. a very accurate guy. Kind of like Breeze in that way. These incredibly accurate quarterbacks are always going to produce. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would, I would say Aaron Rodgers for sure. And then after that, I could understand if people still went um, – I have a feeling this kind of over, puts him over Matt Ryan again. Yeah. Like, even though the, the stats and, and what he can put up in the regular season. Yeah, I would say he could be number two. I, I personally wouldn't take him there, but... When are these young guys going to step up? Think about this. You'll have Brady at 40s up there. Rodgers will be 33. Matt Ryan will be 32. Breeze will be 38. And these are, like, the top four quarterbacks for the most part. Yeah. 
These young guys need to come well, up. Dude, step Matt, up we're, make, we're making Matt Ryan seem really, really young. He, uh, if, yeah. <laughs> 30, 32, man. You 32. got your whole career out of you. <laughs> These young guys really got to step up there. It's going to be Derek Carr. Cam Newton going to come back. Yeah, hopefully Luck takes Luck. another step forward. Luck's just right there. He's just I can't put him in these categories until. No. I mean, the problem is it's not him. The team around him has never been good. Yeah, I, I think they can address that this year. So, I, I don't know. These two quarterbacks, Brady and Ryan, I think they're top four next year in these drafts. I'd be yeah. I'd be happy with either one of them. I'm not going to pay for either one of them, but I'm happy with them as my quarterback. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, I got Brady this year just banking on it and knowing I was going to get a discount on him because he got suspended, which I, I can't wait for <laughs> Brady to be able to talk to <laughs> Goodell alone. <laughs> um, but how, how old was Peyton Manning his final year? Do you remember? I don't even know what he was. He was around, he's around Brady's age. He, I mean, he's is he thirty nine, forty right now? He's he's not much older. If he's in, he's probably barely older. I don't even know exactly what his age is now. He just, but he just fell off quick. Like he it, is, it just, yeah, he's forty. Yeah, see, he's barely older than Brady. Which that, I mean, that's I was gonna say. I thought he was gonna be a little bit older, well, but I mean, that kind of freaks me out a little bit. Not it, that I would, I wouldn't steer clear of Brady. But I mean, you saw what happened to his arm strength. That's what happens with Courtney. Honestly. With Brady, it might have already happened with his arm strength a little bit. Did you, if you watch that again, that first half, he was missing deep, deep, longer throws, deeper throws. He wasn't yeah. really on target. That Maybe they've, they've tailored the offense around that, though. That's why they should throw so short. Yeah. You wouldn't even know it. He's always been that kind of quarterback. I mean, he could always throw the deep ball, but especially he, when he, he got mossed. He's never, I don't think, he's never really been just like... He never had um, to rely on that. Yeah, exactly. And so... I think he can keep. He wants to play. They said three to five years. Yeah, I mean, he must be feeling good. Obviously, Manning had you know a structural I mean, like damage to his I mean, arm. Look at the guy. You don't think he's thirty nine years old and the oldest quarterback in the league. He doesn't. No. He doesn't look like that. No, and and like I said, I'm not. I wouldn't be afraid of taking him at all. I have no no doubts about it. But it, it's just amazing to me to hear that how he wants to play for like years. Yeah, it, and he and he has nothing else to play for, right? I mean, five super like. <laughs> Five titles. He's been Super Bowl MVP, Everyone, MVP he's of the league, multiple the greatest times. quarterback of all time. Yeah, so I mean, he could easily step away, you know, and have his health and all that. But he wants to play he's a couple too years. So the guy's insanely good. And he must, he must feel, he must still feel very, very good about oh, his yeah. play. So, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust him in that, and just, I would, I would bank on it. Well, one thing I would not bank on is drafting a Patriots running back. Yeah, no, right. because White, I mean. If, that I don't was know. Great, he had yeah. an amazing game. That's that very Who'd well. You, if they were playing in regular season, that could be Lewis next week. Like yeah, exactly. And that could, that's assuming. And Lewis, uh, I I read that it was a hamstring issue, okay. but it looked like he blew his knee out on that. At first, I thought he was just dead. Honestly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looked like someone sniped him from above and he just went down. It, like just that little stutter step, and he like it looked like he just caught. And I thought he blew his knee out Me again. Too. I felt terrible I for the guy. too. No, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean, do you think do you think it's even because we talked about even will Blunt be there and what kind of role will he have? If he comes back on a cheap deal, I can see him being there, but I mean they do not have another running back like him right now, do they? Like No. It's him. But that's why I'm wondering. I really do wonder what they're gonna do in the offseason. His Patriots, no idea. No I can't even I could even begin to tell you what I feel like no. he'll be back one more year on a cheap deal. I think he has to realize he's not getting a contract anywhere. There's not. He's not getting. A, there's no one out there that's going to sign him to any kind of big deal. No, I, so, well, I don't think so. Not even anything. So he's he's if he's smart, he just goes back to the Patriots for whatever they'll pay him. Yeah, that's it, what I would do. It seems like the Patriots always use a committee for any of those skill positions, so they don't lean too heavily on any one player. Besides, for me, I mean, obviously when Gronk was in, and Edelman is obviously going to get his fair share, 
Yep. But other than that, it's just like whoever's getting the high hand, and we even saw you know Mitchell putting him back in. Yep. So they have like seven wide receivers like lurking in the roster, and they have about like you know five running backs, and they they'll always just rotate within you know hey we're gonna play four of you guys today and three of you. Yep. That's how it feels. So yeah, yep. those just staying away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I never got into well, it, even though as well as they can do with the Falcons running backs. The more I see it, the more I want for Freeman on my Freeman, team next year. He looks fantastic. I just don't know. It's it's with Coleman. If there wasn't Coleman there, it'd be a no brainer. Like yeah. this guy's oh, amazing. Like without him, where do you see him going? He'll be a top five, right? Without yo, running yeah, back, yeah. Right. Without him, I think so. But he's still. But Freeman's going to drop to that probably end of the second round yet, in that kind of second round range. And I still don't feel comfortable drafting him just because of the Coleman factor. It's weird, like, because there is games where they'll just split the carries. I mean, even this game, he had 11 carries to Coleman's seven. Like, it's still, yeah. it's not like he's getting that much more. You see total, I mean, that's a kind of, I hate that, get drafting a player that early that is not, doesn't have full workload. Yeah. And and that's where you have to go on production and not talent necessarily. Yeah, like, he doesn't have a full workload, and he won't have a full workload. Coleman, though, he looks like he had an ankle injury in that game. He seems to be kind of injury prone, though. So yeah, he really does at this point. Yep, and that's I'm not I'm staying away from Coleman because I know the talent's there too for him. But if maybe if I can get him at the end of the draft, but he's going to get overdrafted. Oh, Coleman, yeah, he'll get overdrafted, and I just don't. It's it's going to be a Freeman's backfield with Coleman getting a lot of the work, and I just I worry about those situations. If I could get Freeman for an auction for a little cheaper. I'd do it, but he's not going to go for that cheaper. He's not going for cheaper. The only person on that Falcons offense that I think you might be able to steal, <clears throat> besides for depending on a tight end situation where like someone emerges, you know, you really think Hooper is going to yep. be the guy or someone else, <clears throat> that's to be determined. But I think you can still steal Gabriel. Yeah, probably. And I think oh, yeah. I think he might be the only guy that is going to go within like um, I don't know a value I can stomach because Julio. I would love to get, but obviously you're gonna have to pay for him. I, I would, I would definitely pay for him. But um, you might be able to grab one of those guys in the same tier as him for yep. cheaper, and it might be worthwhile because Julio, you know, could miss a few games injury, kind of like he, you can kind of bank on that. Yep. But yeah, Gabriel, they love using him. He looks great. He had three for seventy six, even in this one, just big plays. Yeah. He gets so a lot of yards. He's a guy I'm, I'm gonna keep on my radar, and I'm hoping. There's no huge stories about him in the offseason because I, I, I want to steal some players like that. Yeah, he'll be solid. I think Hooper could be a decent tight end option next year for cheap. One of those end-of-the-draft tight end options that I might take a flyer on. I kind of, I'm liking that option. I really am. Those tight ends, they take a couple years to develop, and I think having a tight end like that in a great offense, that might be one of my guys I could target. I really think so. And Yeah, and we talked about how neither of us feel like you should go big on tight end just yep. because there's the difference between them is minimal really so yeah, if so you could get a hooper at the end he has upside yeah why not get somebody like that with in probably the best offense in the league they, I, why won't the falcons have the best offense for one of the top but they should they there's should. no doubt they're not gonna they're gonna have the, basically the same team coming back so and it's not like and matt ryan knows how to use a tight end so i think once they really do develop it, or maybe they structure it a little more where yep. they want to take a little pressure off Julio. Um, I mean, obviously, when he had Gonzalez back in the day, could just throw it up to him. So, <laughs> yep. uh, I think it could repeat itself because Hooper made that terrific catch too early yeah. in the game. Yep. Yeah, I, I like. I think he, he could be a sleeper for next year. I don't know, but no one. I feel like no one's a sleeper anymore. No, <laughs> not yeah, not real sleeper. I feel like when we first started, 
the people that we thought were sleepers, it's kind of a joke now because you have to go so deep <laughs> yep. in a bunch of the leagues we're in for sure. Yep. Well, let's see. One more uh, Patriots receivers. Talk about them. Uh, are you drafting any next year? Edelman? No, they'll just Edelman, go Edelman, They'll just go too high. Well, I, I do have to say I'd be interested in um, like a Mitchell or, or a yeah. – um, I like Mitchell. If, if you're in a dynasty league, see if Mitchell's out there. He – a good piece he, didn't, he, didn't t- he didn't turn out until the end of the year, so chances are somebody got him. But, hey, it, I would take a look. I know he's not available in ours, but. <laughs> and I'd be interested in Chris Hogan, too. I, I'm i thinking that maybe his stock will, is going up too yep. high. Um, but it looks like he's going to be there. And Amendola played a huge part in the Super Bowl win. But his health is always up and down. He didn't have that yeah. big of a season. No. So no. I think you have to take that into account. And Chris Hogan is, is kind of the number two spot for him to take, really. Yep. And then Gronk, he'll be back. But we'll talk about Gronk on our next episode this week. We'll talk about comeback players. Yeah. Yep. Uh, on our Thursday episode, we'll talk about Gronk, what we think about what he's going to do. Yeah, and coming back. Um, you know, Edelman's just a, he's always a solid one to get, but he always seems to go for more than I want. Yeah, I, I think I like him more as a player than I do as a fantasy player. Yep. Like, if I was just getting players I can root for, yep. I just love Edelman because, of obviously, everyone saw it. It's just gritty, catches everything, incredible concentration. Yep. I mean, he's he's much more talented than most people give him credit for, I think, just because he's a shorter wide receiver. But, oh, yeah. um, you know, they spread the ball out. It's just, it's just one of those offenses where, much like the Saints, you can't guarantee production or the kind of production I would like to get off of uh, the value like him. He's a wide receiver, too. Um, you have to get him at that spot, otherwise he'll be gone. So do you take him or would, you know, I, I would I rather place, yeah, I would rather place the value somewhere else. Well, Jeff, they already have Super Bowl 52 odds, 50, Super Bowl 52 odds out. <laughs> really? You want to hear some of these odds for the Super Bowl for next oh, year? please. The Patriots are the favorite at 9-2. to two. They're 9-2 to two favorites next year. Then you got the Cowboys are next at nine to one. So the Patriots are overwhelmingly the favorite again. All right. Can you imagine a sixth Super Bowl for Brady and at forty years old? At this point, <laughs> it's, just, it's weird to say that, but at this point, I'm kind of rooting for it. Right. Like I think I get but, that. Yeah. It's just, let's see how crazy this dynasty can get. The, the Cowboys nine to one. I don't like the Cowboys. I think that's been clear on this podcast. Yeah. And so I don't even like seeing them there because I do not like the Cowboys. I understand that. Oh. I just still think that's. Okay, it's you know an incredibly tough one knowing that they're the going to be Dak a young team. I'm waiting for the Dak Prescott fall drop off. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I am too. I mean, I don't think he'll be a bad quarterback, but the numbers he put up this year were ridiculous, and you see that a lot. There's a little regression usually sophomore we'll, year. I'll bring this. This will be another thing again. I talk on the comeback episode next week. But did you hear the Adrian Peterson to Cowboys rumors out there? Well, I would. Do, I guess I'm going to keep him. <laughs> oh wow. That would change a lot of things. The backfield would be made. We'll talk about that in the yeah. next episode a little bit. We'll get into that a little bit. Adam Schefter brought that out. That would be crazy. If if that happened, yeah, I think I totally agree with the 9-1 to odds. Yeah. I can't even imagine that backfield. I mean, even now they have an incredibly I, – I just – if you're going to pair up quarterbacks, <laughs> I'm just – I have a very hard time um, believing that Prescott is going to be able to shoulder that load. Yeah. And you saw it this year too. I mean – yeah, he, he played tr- f- tremendous, phenomenal, and they still couldn't get it done. So um, nine and one, uh, totally, totally, that's fine. But I just feel like there's other teams and that I would give edge to. The next, you got Packers and Steelers are both ten to one. Okay. I, I like the Packers quite a bit. Yep. 
Steelers, I'm right. Uh, I feel I don't I, I feel the same way when I saw that. Yeah. No, I just don't see it. I feel like they overachieved to get where they got this year. Yeah, they I mean they have Bell and they have Brown, but Roethlisberger, I feel like he's I, he's had taken so much punishment over the years. I just don't feel like he's the same quarterback. Yeah, and it sounds like they're getting sick of Antonio Brown and his antics a little bit. I've been hearing more and more about this. You hear about him? The article that came out that when he was frustrated, he would run the wrong routes this year. Like really? I don't, they don't know if it was it on purpose. Or I he didn't hear any of this. Yeah, this was just the other day. I read an article about oh. that. So, Say like, name so Antonio. So, so like that's getting out there somehow. Somebody's leaking some information about that, and, and especially after the Antonio Brown putting the Facebook Live video in the in the locker room with Tomlin there after the oh yeah the, like. Maybe they're a little sick of the guy with some of the stuff he's been doing. Well, if they're going to blow up the team, they could get a ton of – they could get the building blocks for a great new yep. franchise if they decided to. And then you got – the Falcons show up at 12-1. to 1, So they're, understand they're that. the third team Obviously. in the NFC. So, But I can see it. I'd, I'd put them out of the Cowboys personally. Pack, probably the, I think they're a more complete team than the Packers. I do too. I'm, I'm really – I guess I'm, I'm going for the fact that I think the Packers can make some – a minimal amount of moves and yep. really improve certain aspects of their defense yep. and maybe shore up the line a little bit. And that, oh, yeah. you know that offense is going to be fine no matter what, but I, I just feel like they have a few moves they could make that, and they could be right up there. So that's why I like the Packers a little more than these other teams. And then we got four teams that come in at 16-1, to and they're the Broncos, Raiders, Seahawks, and Vikings. Vikings? Right. I know they started off really, They started really off good, well. but they showed their true colors there. Yeah. And Teddy Bridgewater is probably not coming back next year. I wish – can I short the Vikings? Like, <laughs> I, I don't I don't 100% agree with that one. Even the no, Broncos, 16-1, maybe they're thinking if the Broncos get Romo. I don't even know. I, yeah, I mean, Broncos are a good, good team. They're a good team, but they didn't even make the playoffs. No, like, and I guess that's the thing. They get Romo, and I would I would make their odds go up tremendously. I mean, but then it, it drops off. Those, but I don't know about the Vikings. That – I can I can the see Vikings, the Broncos, no I can see the Seahawks, I can see the Raiders. Yeah, I can see the Raiders too. I don't see the Vikings. No, there's and if any, if any of you are Minnesota fans, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I feel your pain because I'm a Lions fan. But there's no way. I, I feel like Bradford is not the guy. They're running, especially yep. if they lose AP. Um, their defense is very very good. Yep. But I I just don't see it. There's I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't see it either. Then we have four more teams coming in at twenty-five to one. They're the Panthers, Colts, Chiefs, Giants. I think the Chiefs are underrated. Wait, the Chiefs twenty-five to one. I think they finally have. I think people have finally given up on them because they, they just can't get it maybe, done. Maybe they should take Tony Romo, get rid of Alex Smith. Would, <laughs> There's another Romo landing spot. I think that's him. a. I think that's a good idea. And I, it's I not that I dislike it. Alex Smith. I just you need. It just shows you need a, something to change there. Because you can be a very good team for a long time, but if you don't win it, but well, I don't know. Yeah, and then you got the Cardinals coming at thirty-three to one. I think I could see a bounce back year for them. I wouldn't be. That's not a terrible. I would. I would. Might put, I might put money on that. They, I could, they were so good last year. They said this is big this, drop. This is to win it all, right? Yep. Okay. I think they could. If Carson Palmer might have one more. I don't know. That's the problem. It's Carson Palmer. Is he done? <laughs> Fitzgerald's already. He says he's coming back. So. Yeah. But I mean, they just seem to. They still have David Johnson. I feel like they're better than what they did this year. I, yeah, I think they underachieved. So I, I, I like them for a little bit of bounce. Then we back got as well. four teams at forty to one. They're the Bucks, the Ravens, the Lions, and the Texans. Finally, I was waiting for the Lions. Yeah, they're down there a little bit. Lions at forty to one. Vikings at sixteen to one. That's where I don't see the don't difference either. in those teams, especially. And that's funny too because the Lions, as far as I know, I should know more about them since I, <laughs> you know, grew up in Michigan, but. 
a team like that, I don't, I don't believe they're losing uh, an incredible amount, actually. And uh, Stafford keeps kind of getting the system more. They're still going to have the same wide receivers, they the same backfield. The defense is pretty much coming back. They'll be able to get – and they made the playoffs this year. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised by that. I think the Lions are a little bit low. Not that I think they're going to win it. Well, but And I think the Texans – they're, I think they're a quarterback away from exactly. skyrocketing. That's exactly yeah, my so thought there, they're, too. So. They're the team that I would be looking at very, very – them and Broncos. Yep. Yep. I think both of them are a quarterback away. Really a Romo away from being yep. possibly a favorite. we got five teams at 50-1, to one, the Bengals, Dolphins, Saints, Eagles, Tech, Titans. Any of those teams where you throw a little flyer on 50-1? to one? Saints. Yeah, I, I can't believe Saints are that low. I know they haven't really, they haven't done great in the last few years, but they still, it's still Drew Brees and they, all those young receivers. And I'm kind of like good, I'm, good I'm, running backs. Yeah, I'm kind of partial to the the Titans. Not that yeah. I think they. I can know we've win talked it. about them a lot. We've yeah. been, I think we're starting but, to like them more and more. Yeah, they're just they keep getting better, and I think those yep. wins are going to start coming. So I, I, I'm surprised they're in the basement with yep. a bunch of those other teams. We got four teams at sixty-six to one. There's one team in here I feel like just got lumped in that isn't as bad as the others. You got Chargers, Jaguars, Bills, and Redskins. Redskins, I feel like, are a little better than that. Yeah, I mean, they barely missed the playoffs this year. Barely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tiebreaker, right? How are the How are the Redskins and the Bills and the, weren't and the that Jaguars. The Bills weren't that bad either. Is it because of like the really? Why are the Jaguars? Why are the Jaguars in that group? Yeah, well, we all know why the Jaguars. Are there. No, why, I mean, I always feel like they should be below these. No, teams. no, without yeah, doubt, I was gonna say I get yeah. the Jaguars, but the other teams, I'm I'm very surprised. Yeah. Who's that last one? We said it was Chargers, Jags, Bills, Redskins. Chargers, Chargers too. I think they had a lot of injuries this year. Yep. I don't know if that's going to change, but I mean, you get your number one wide receiver and who was you know a split sure. back with Woodhead. Yep. I mean, I'm not that. I, I guess I would go to I think bat still for them. A good quarterback. Yeah. So, but I don't know about the move to Los Angeles. See if they can play there. We got the Rams and the Jets coming in at seventy-five to one. That might even be high. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's going to argue with that one. The Bears are hundred to one. I was I was waiting for them. I was like, where is yeah, Chicago? Hundred to one. The Bears. You know the thing is, I don't even think I they they were bad, but I feel like they're better than the Jets and the Rams and the some of those teams. I think they, the potential to be better. I think if they bring back yeah. Alshon and they have Jordan Howard. Yeah, maybe they're, they're just court, assuming they're blowing it up. And then Browns and 49ers round us out at hundred and fifty to one. I wish I wish I could make some like dramatic pick and being like. The 49ers, but I can't. That's yeah. Those are well, Kyle Shanahan. Those bottom team. teams, I, I completely we'll agree with. There's no possible way. But I'm going to end this. Did you see that? This is ridiculous. I just want to talk about this little thing. This guy, he's from Royal Oak, Michigan. He just won a million dollars on a sports betting app. I don't even know what this app is. I've been four play football. You get they have to pick four games every week against the spread all year long. And if you get them all right all year long, you win a million dollars. The guy went 81 and 0 against what? the spread. Picking four games, every dude. Week. We couldn't do that. I was and going like five hundred, like, and I thought that's and that's pretty decent. Can you like? Can you imagine? That's that's just insane to me. Do, do, do we know this man's name? Can we email him? <laughs> Dominic Mirabella is his name. From Royal Oak. We can just drive over. Yeah. We'll talk to him. He had the Patriots in that one. He picked the Patriots uh, minus three, so he was probably he had a million dollars on the line. He must have just been. The oh, emotions. The greatest, the greatest <laughs> roller coaster ever. With a million dollars on the line. Can, Can you, you just, imagine? No, it's just it's insane to me. How do you go eighty-one and zero against the spread? I'm pretty and, sure it would. It, it, I would bookmark my my night with crying. It'd be like they're down 
by, you know, what was it, 25 or yeah. whatever. And yeah. I'd probably cry. And then it would get to the point where, like, I'm not crying anymore. Yep. I'm giggling. I'm laughing so hysterically that I'm oh. crying again because I'm happy. <laughs> That's just insane to me. How do you go dollars. 81 and 0, though? I, I don't know. But can you imagine if it was the other way? He goes all that, and then he picks the Falcons. <laughs> he yeah, picked the yeah. Falcons, and then you get crushed. <laughs> Dude, good for that guy. That is uh, unbelievable. That That is... It's pretty amazing. Statistically, that's like that is a phenomenon. I mean, you know, how, like, the chances of that are probably oh, so minuscule. Yeah, like, it's like winning the lottery for sure. Man. All right, well, that's our Super Bowl show. I can't believe it's over. I know. It was a, it was a fun year to watch. Good. And actually, the thing you were talking about with sports in general this oh, year man, is just, it's insane. It, was, yeah, talk, it started with Villanova and the March Madness with the last second three. Then you had the Cavs come back against the Warriors, and then. What the Cubs come back against the Indians? Not just the three-one comeback, but that game seven. And everything about that game seven was insane. Then Clemson wins on the last-second touchdown. Then we get this. Like we are spoiled as sports fans right now. Like it's gonna the next champ. What the next major championship is gonna be? What it's gonna be? Um, March Madness again. So we'll be let down there, and then we'll be let down. But everything won't be. Nothing will live up to it anymore. Yeah, that was probably the greatest year of sports we'll ever have. It is a, it's and a string of games that. Uh, yeah. Seriously, is Hollywood like writing the endings of these games now? They must be. <laughs> I, 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 I still can't get over last night's game. I, I, it's mind blowing to me. I've never been so upset. They're probably ups- thinking I was upset getting off the plane. Like, oh, was your flight? Could you not sleep or something? And no, I was just fuming because I was like, I can't believe I was on this stupid plane for this game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it sucks to miss the Super Bowl anyway, no, most years, but it's not even a big deal. It's okay. You knew at halftime what yeah. the game was. You thought it was over. Like, what? who cares? Yeah. You you, you saw the winner. Well, I saw, right? I saw <laughs> the last thing I saw was 28-3. Yep. And then I get off the plane. <laughs> anyway, uh, what a game, though. It is uh, just amazing. Uh, it is amazing. I, I mean, that is so much fun to watch. And it, it's, I'm glad because it really does, like, kind of reinvigorate you to you can't wait yep. for next year because right. it's just a whole lot of fun. All right, well, go follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit. Go rate us on iTunes. Get us some five-star reviews. We really only want five-star reviews. I'm not really looking for the one-stars. So if you have a one-star review, email it to me at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. Keep it to we'll, yourself. We'll, we'll, we'll take one-star reviews there. But hopefully there's none of those. And we'll be back with we've got one more episode this week. We're going to be talking about next year's comeback players. Maybe there's somebody out there that will have great comeback here. Some of these guys might just never be anything again. So we'll see what we get to talk about there. And until next time, we'll see you guys. 